0: Creating your own underground venue can come at some great costs, actual expenses, lost sleep, lost time, things breaking, noise complaints, and even the risk of people disrespecting the space. But what if that didn't matter to you and you just wanted to see live music and put on great shows? Today on the Music Drives Us podcast, we have a great conversation with John and Rocky, the duo behind Duds Dungeon, a small DIY basement venue in the South Shore. The dungeon has tons of social media presence and a huge group of supporters that continues to grow in the local scene. Welcome John and Rocky. Thank you both for being here. I'm very excited that you both are here.
1: Thanks for yeah. having us. Thank
0: you. I'm very excited it's to so have cool. the duo behind the dungeon. <laughs> so, that's it's my I just like calling it that. Just yes. I've never even been So I can't even say that like I'm I'm acquainted with it, but I'm just very excited about it because I follow your one day. I follow the Instagram. I want to. I know. I know of the Weymouth area, so I will be there. But let's let's uh, jump right in and talk about like how it all started, how it first came to be. So when did the dungeon first come to be?
2: So the dungeon first came to be in summer of 2019. Uh, It's the basement of my parents house that I grew up in. (laughs) I love
0: I love that. That's awesome.
2: Um. The basement is like a finished basement. It's like a little apartment that my grandpa lived in. Mm-hmm. And when he got really old, he moved upstairs with us and we were graduating high school and we're like, wow, we got a, we got a whole space down here. We can transform into our little space. Mm-hmm. So our friends and I did that. And then our friend Matt was trying to start a band and he was like, you got to have shows down here. And I was <laughs> like, dude, I don't know the first thing about it. I've been to like one or two DIY shows in my life, but let's do it. Yeah. So we opened up the space and we planned like an all day, like festival for our first show. Really? Like, that's awesome. um, yeah, to raise money for Planned Parenthood. We wanted Ooh, to do that. That's awesome. And we're like, Oh, you know what? Let's just combine all these things into one. Let's raise money for Planned Parenthood and let's have our first show. And yeah, yeah, we had just all day music, big, big day. And it went so well that we were like, okay, we can do this.
0: Was that the day, uh, that you guys ended up filming that was like free mandarins or was that a different
2: that's different that was actually last summer but this this was yeah this was a long time ago so
0: okay so initially when you had all this how many bands would you say that you
2: that you guys uh played?
0: that day there was maybe six
2: wow six bands
0: and are uh, are any of them uh bands that have recently played in the dungeon uh like party yeah. mountain or any of those bands um, that we've talked about earlier
2: i'd say that day kind of formed the bonds that have lasted till today and have created like the tethers that have got us to other bands, mm-hmm. um, Bear Cove—they're a band from Weymouth. They're awesome.
0: They they're, went to Westfield State. I know. I know of Bear Cove. They—they they played the Westfield
2: State Battle of the Bands. Yes, and that's where they met Alex Toley and yes. Sharkbait. And See,
0: I always thought they were students there for some reason, but I guess they weren't. Now that I'm, they thinking weren't. About, they yeah. just—they
2: just played out there, which is a magical thing because if they didn't do that, they wouldn't have met Toley and Sharkbait. And yeah. Then really we wouldn't be doing any of this yeah so
0: yeah. the funny thing about that battle of bands is that i was the one who put that together
1: oh that's funny. oh hell yeah
0: so like
2: that so was you're uh you're that. really important to dungeon lore <laughs> i think
0: so uh that battle of bands was something that the radio station put together like me uh campbell of three mandarines and that's matt wild. and matt of brinstar no way we yeah. all worked together at the radio station wow, we discussed crazy. having a big battle of the bands and so Half Tab performed, Bear Cove, Sharkbait Real Estate, all those bands performed. We all had them. Half Tab ended up winning, which was like oh, you know, pretty, oh, which was a yeah. little weird because I was also Fixed. MC of the event. <laughs> yeah. Some people were like, hey, Fixed. but hey. it was still, but it was still like a great time. And uh, we ended up doing it. I think they've still been doing it since I've left the school, cool. but um, I believe that's what helped start like the Brinstar movement too. Dude, but.
2: that's what launched us because.
1: Yeah, that I don't even think you realize how crazy that is because, like, Tolly introduced us to like Elliot and Jacob, who's re- Jacob records our live sessions. He's in Free Rock. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. It pretty much everyone cool yeah. that helps us <laughs> and like keeps the dungeon what it is is probably from. Alex Tolley and Campbell and John Schol, you and John Shoal really. and, John and <laughs> it kinda there's just there. a small group of people that like I wasn't there. But it out. starts there.
0: That's kind of wild to hear for me, at least, because yeah. like that's like. I didn't expect that (laughs) out of a battle of the bands that I did in In 2018 in Westfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's just it's it's really interesting to hear like, oh, hey, by the way, this dungeon show that we're doing, it's because this thing that you helped start helped us introduce us to these people to introduce us to all these other things. You know,
2: Bear Cove, they're like the only band I really knew on like the DIY level because I wasn't really in the scene, Mm -hmm. but I knew them because I met Johnny. Um, my freshman year of high school, I just happened to sit across from him and study like the first week of high school. Yeah. He was two years older than me and him and his friend Pat. Um, yeah, I just kind of sit there and I'd like mediate their (laughs) arguments and I was like 14 and then like, I've just known him since then. I went to elementary school with his little brother, Jimmy, who's in Bear Cove too now. Hmm. So when we threw the first show, I was like, okay, I know them. I know Bear Cove. And then Johnny's like, all right, we recently played at Westfield State with this band, Shark Bay Real Estate. Get them on. So we got them on. That's sick. So John the first show. is just
1: so cool. He John makes, Scholl. I look up to him so much. He makes these. Um, he builds his own guitars and shit. Like, he's he's see,
0: nice. I've wanted to do he's that. Really that's cool. dope. I don't know how to solder, so he's it's so like talented. that's really. I mean, amazing. all the boys
1: in Bayer Kovar, but like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's just so cool to me.
0: That's really cool. So when it comes to finding bands, this is really how it all started. You just found one band who told you get this <laughs> band, and then you just kept reaching out to other bands, or were they coming to you?
2: Um, so bands come to us like. All the time. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I think that's just the natural way of like. There's not that many places to play, Mm -hmm. so once there's a place, like bands are gonna are gonna go. They're gonna flock. They're gonna find you. Yeah. So it's it's never hard to find bands. Um, but most of the bands we have in are are bands that someone we trust, like a John Scholl or an Alex Toley or an Elliot. Good
1: word of mouth helps you get in the dungeon for sure yeah it's
2: it's them vouching for bands like yo like we know these guys get them in and it's kind of just been that chain that has formed like the tight-knit community which is now even like a its own music collective Mm -hmm. because of these bands that you know it's all good people and good music that we like the dungeon
1: is mostly like a group of musicians and then us (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's pretty much it's definitely not just us it's like it would not work without the other people that are involved so it's very different bands we always need people to help us i mean we have people volunteer to help around our door and shit like it's a whole production
0: yeah so you guys have like bouncer bouncers basically like supporters (laughs) and like just a whole collective group of people who are just like we want to keep this place like fun and safe and if it's not like (laughs) a a friend
1: telling us like oh you got to get this band in it's you know they'll dm us and we'll pull up their spotify and i'm like okay yeah Look, like, you guys can it's just what we're feeling. <laughs>
2: yeah, like yeah. or dislike. Yeah. Yeah, we're not just like an open venue like we're open for booking, sign up, we'll get you in. It's more like we just we use the space to hear live music mm-hmm. and we want to hear the music we want to hear. So we yeah. bring in the bands that we really want to hear or someone we trust really wants to have by. That's
0: mm-hmm. really cool. So Rocky, how long have you been involved in the dungeon since this is based out of John's basement? Uh, his parents' house. <laughs> <John and Jody laughs> I
2: Dad.
1: been involved in 2020 like a little bit after the pandemic started mm-hmm. um me and John met protesting and um we i don't know and then we just kind of needed something to do and then it turned into little fundraising shows in the basement and we just have like three bands and like 20 people tops because we kept it Closeness. I mean, anyone who was at the protest and helping us out with that was welcome to come by. Mm-hmm. But if you were not there, you were not welcome. So that weaved out a lot of people that we didn't want by.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, that, That'll happen. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, you know, I think it honestly, it helped make the dungeon what it is today. Is just like really cool, like-minded people who are not going to be a dick. <laughs> and yeah. that, you know, it's just become a safe space for me. And then, I mean, as time went on, the shows got bigger and we made more money and we got to fundraise for all the things we thought were important. And so that's really cool. And
0: yeah, that's awesome. So when it comes to money, so for every show, do you fundraise for something or do you like pay the bands? How how does that work? Uh, A
2: lot of it is fundraising. Um, Sometimes we'll just pay out the bands, but usually we have Something in mind that we want to donate the money to so you pick out charities beforehand <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah.
0: that's that's really cool Because I the, I don't know a lot of other DIY venues who are like, oh, let's donate to charity I know brinstar has like done fundraisers and charity in the, nights, in charity yeah. nights mm-hmm. and fundraisers um, in the past So that's really great to hear that you guys are actively like doing it. Um,
2: yeah, that's that's just kind of how we started when we did the first fest in mm-hmm. summer 2019 and it was for Planned Parenthood and mm-hmm. From there, it's just we've got more um more local charities and more like, um, yeah, different different organizations that that might need the money more. We, mm-hmm.
1: we like donating to organizations that's going to put the money in people's hands rather than like pay people to do shit for the yeah. people. Like yeah. We want to just pay the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool. No, local I totally understand organizations that. organizations over everything.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's, fan- that's amazing. So that's really great to hear that you guys are doing that. So what started the Instagram page? Was that...
2: Um, I guess I started the Instagram page mm, sometime after that festival. Once we decided to the very, like shows. the very first one or yeah, okay. yeah, the very first one, I think we had a, I had a separate Instagram just to promote that thing because I, I didn't know what I was doing. We, we were just like, we want to get a lot of people here to raise a lot of money. Yeah. I think we raised $500, which was pretty That's, dang good for our first, first thing for so, like a
0: small charity show, like with, yeah. Kids who are basically just out of college or in college, mm-hmm. that's that's really good. So.
2: Yeah, just, yeah, out of the city, in the suburbs. It's
1: a good way to get people our age involved and, I don't know, just not feel as weird about like asking questions and getting educated about certain issues. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's important.
0: Yeah, just putting together fundraiser shows and yeah. just having a nice safe space for people to ask questions about certain for things. Sure. like yeah. what what is there that I can do? Yeah. yeah a so very to way way Get involved to spread and awareness. not feel
1: so like. I don't know. Like like you shouldn't be getting involved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes to getting involved because people don't want to be wrong or Mm -hmm. they don't want to be put on the spot. But Mm -hmm. like it's literally never happens at the dungeon. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a nice way to integrate people into um, being more active in the community in different ways because it comes naturally when they're around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. So when it comes to uh bringing people in and having these fundraiser shows are all your shows fundraiser shows or some of them just free shows or yeah it's because I know you've done also like album release stuff like so yeah yeah, yeah.
2: there's there's free shows um fundraiser shows sometimes we give the money to the bands it's it's a different thing a lot of times the bands they don't expect it or like even want it they're like uh, half the time when we do like a show we're like oh we haven't picked out a charity here's the money we'll just be like you guys keep it put it to the dungeon yeah a lot
1: of times we'll get you know the donations to keep the dungeon running
2: yeah so so once in a while yeah i do offer it to the bands and they'll be like just put it towards the dungeon so we have collected some donations to keep the dungeon going too but
0: with so with that money have you added um like nice equipment like light i've seen pictures of lighting and nice (laughs) stuff so the equipment that's there is that provided by the bands or do you have a lot of it yourself
2: um so Honestly, yeah. most of the equipment is entirely John Scholl's of Cove. <laughs> his PA system, his mixers, his microphones, his stands. They have been kept in my house for the past four years. And he is keeping everything afloat with his equipment. That's John Scholl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So can you can you both describe the space for the audience since this is a non-visual yeah, <laughs> media? Yeah.
2: So it's a cozy little basement. There is the stage area where the music happens on one end, and like the dance floor in front of it. And behind it is like a cozy living room. It's like wood paneled and old retro couches. It's my parents have had since vibe. the eighties, mm-hmm. and like old records of my parents everywhere. And we got a speakers. nice
1: record um, playing system, and then we <laughs> have a big TV back there. And then we have our little hallway with the water coolers and the bathroom. So we always encourage people to bring, like, a water bottle so we can limit single-use plastic in the dungeon. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. We... The sliding door goes out to like the backyard, which there's the pool and um, we have two outdoor stages for festival time in the summer and just like yeah. casual outdoor show time. It's really fun. This just
0: sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> got to come by to see I know, it. I know. Like this is just keep tempting me. I want Shows to just, I, turn into pool parties. In I know. Summer, I want to sure. I want to re not even reform a band. I just want to get a band together. <laughs> just, I just want to play in the dungeon. Do it. Yeah. So. Do it. it's, been a, it's been a while.
1: Do it, I dare you.
0: I I, I need to find people. Send oh, me, send me, name. send me, send me people looking for drummers, and I will. Oh my oh, god, yeah, that's Dude. the hardest Matt thing to Como. find.
1: yeah. Oh my god, yeah.
2: Let's,
0: Actually, uh, let's talk. I might know yeah, a guy. Let's talk after this. Let's so talk. We might have some people for you. <laughs> that's fantastic. Because <laughs> I, I, I I I am acquainted with other instruments as well, if needed. So excellent.
1: Dude, that'd be sick.
0: But I I heard vinyl before we uh before we discussed musical instruments. You said it was a part of your parents' collection. Yeah yeah is some of it your own as well because i am i have amassed yeah. a, like 300 <laughs> albums oh because my God. i'm just that obsessed and stupid at the same time <laughs> yeah
2: i don't i don't know how many i have personally but between rocky my brother and i like we have a pretty good collection about of three
1: milk crates worth I'm like yeah three or four of our stuff <laughs> like, and then sounds like a, that
0: sounds like, like about a 100 the new probably. stuff yeah. and
1: then um we got the
0: old shit. Yeah, I mean, my dad.
1: Not shit! Yes,
2: no. hundreds and hundreds of you know stuff from when he was growing up.
0: All so right. like Zeppelin. Yeah, we got Bob probably Dillon all the Zeppelin, Denko, all that stuff. A lot of
2: yeah, Grateful Dead, Bob Dylan, Beatles, mm-hmm. all that stuff. We already have. original pressings or yeah, a lot of yeah. it is yeah, and duplicates and stuff. So like that's just
1: huge bookcases
0: full. Vinyl is I love to it's hear it. It's an
2: expensive hobby. It's so expensive. I don't think I would have got into otherwise but my dad he has it all like he we have his turntable from the Mm -hmm. 70s Mm -hmm. we have his old receivers amazing speakers that like i look up now they're like worth thousands of dollars like i would never have those but he's kept them around Mm -hmm. for that long so
0: yeah i'm in a similar situation i took my mom's old jvc record player and then i found my dad's old stereo system and i hooked it all up and i'm spinning all my mom's vinyl and all the vinyl that i purchased that i there was just like go. you know what yeah because i started collecting okay. in 2020 so because i didn't i went through my mom's and i was like i don't have everything that i want mm-hmm. i had all the zeppelin i had all the uh like the door stuff and everything and yep. i was like i need i need more
1: mm-hmm. yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. so
0: i i've acquired some like random stuff like i have a my, one of my favorite albums that I have is a bootleg copy of Metallica's Metal Up Your Ass, which is okay. which is their first album that turned into Killem All. So it okay. has like some recordings with Dave Mustaine of Megadeth on it.
1: My favorite record is probably uh I really like the idols uh mono
2: ultra mono ultra
1: mono and then i also really like uh the new name for my birthday amel and the sniffers i don't know if you know them but they're fucking they fucking Phenomenal. rip
0: i i will have to check them out they're they so rip.
1: cool they um they used to open up for king Giz a lot uh, back okay. in the day yeah. and we saw her and the band live and and King is immediately after. At a and they're festival, just fucking, yeah. it was fucking nuts.
0: That's awesome. And
1: her albums are just so fucking cool. I love Women in Punk.
0: <laughs> women in Punk are pretty They're very wild. And I love it it's when they're all I want to be when especially i especially when they're Australian. She
1: she, she <laughs> stage awesome. dived like head first off the fucking stage. And her face was bleeding so bad. And she did not stop for one second. She wiped the blood off her nose, spit. And then kept going, and I was How about like, you? "Wow, that's
2: punk! I you were that is you were crowd surfing the, and like leaving the pit to throw up. I and did and fall porta out of the potty and then running back into the pit. Like <laughs> I was is, yeah.
1: so sweaty and uh, wet and like I don't know, just." I did eat shit out of that crowd surf and then I had to throw up, but I got back in there because it was a
0: crazy day. It was All fun. I'm hearing is punk. <laughs> and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, John, would you say you have a favorite vinyl in the in the collection? Oh. Because I see, I see on Instagram you guys have something spinning sometimes before yeah, shows. Spinning, in, so the spinning oh, yeah, in the dungeons. Yeah. Do you that. guys have like a vibe of what's going on? But do you would you be able to say you have a favorite vinyl? no. (laughs) I respect it. I
2: don't have a favorite, but I have, I'd say my favorite band to collect vinyl for is King King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They have like 16 of every album. Oh,
0: like, yeah. And there's 15 of them every year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They got like 23 albums now. And they recorded all of them in like four years or something like that. They
1: drop like four amazing albums a year, and I mean, (laughs) it's just insane. another
0: one coming. I know. Well, they have, what, 15 band members or something like that? (laughs) Six. But (laughs) (laughs) But it's Sounds
1: like fifty.
2: <laughs> I think it was, well, because isn't it?
0: I, I've seen their live band uh, one time where it was like three drummers, uh, <laughs> two guitar players, three bassists. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was, I love right. like a
1: good band with two drummers. That shit is so. It's insane. I was oh. supposed Eric. to
0: see them last year at Boston Calling, but they, they <laughs> yeah. got, we got, they got free COVID.
1: tickets to the Boston Calling show that year to see King Giz mm-hmm. from Killer Mike.
0: Killer Mike gave us free tickets whoa, to Boston whoa, wait, wait, Kill, Killer Mike of Run the Jewels? Yeah. Whoa, wait, wait. How, so, did, how did... So, you, tell so, me this story now. So, so I need in- to know it.
1: So we're in Atlanta Um, in October, October. Was that? Wait, you
0: met know? yes. Killer Mike in Atlanta? Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. I was, we were, at JR the, we were at
1: the JR Crickets in Atlanta and I was like a few uh, vodka cranberries deep and John went over to the bathroom. I was like, I think I was just pissed next to Killer Mike. And <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. That's awesome. So I'm like, should I go over to him? Should I ask for a picture? And I, I was like, fuck it. I usually never do this because I think it's annoying, mm-hmm. but I was drunk. So I was like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> I went up to him and I was like, are you Killer Mike? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, that's crazy. I saw you last summer. And um, aren't you playing Boston Calling? Like, I'm from there and I really want to go, but tickets are so expensive. I'm not spending $200 on a day pass. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I'll send you some tickets. (laughs) And I was like, no fucking way. Thank you so much. I was like, he's like, yeah, do you need, how many do you need? And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> four four would be nice. I mean, I'll take two, but like four would be sick. And yeah. it was crazy. And then we just pulled up and we're, we're like, yeah, we're on Killer Mike's list. And <laughs> we got shit. in. And of course, the Strokes and King is canceled that day. But we did get to see K- Killer Mike, which was cool.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That's the coolest story <sighs> I've ever heard yeah. in my it was, life. It was I, lo- I love that.
2: I was just like in a very good mood. Like we just left. Like we go to Atlanta for this festival, Shaky Knees. Mm um, mm-hmm. My friends and I got tattoos for it to get in free for life. So um, (laughs) So wait
0: is that a real thing? It's a real
2: thing. It's no longer a thing. Uh, The first year I went, I didn't know it was a thing, but I found out it was a thing and I was going alone. So I was like, oh my God, this is the last year they're doing it. I'm going to get the tattoo and I'm going to make all my friends get it, even though they're not coming. And then the pandemic happened and they didn't go for years, but it finally (sighs) happened and we've gone twice and it was awesome. And yeah, I was just in Jr. Crickets taking a piss. And I was just like chatting with the guy next to me. And then I, I didn't even like look at him. And then it's I, I Why were
0: you chatting with him while you were
2: I was him? in a good mood.
1: <laughs> we were a few drinks deep and they make them strong in the JR Cricket. So I'm not going to fucking <laughs> like, lie to you. Was
2: it like the urinal next man. to you? Yeah, like the adjacent urinal. And you were he's, just like, what's up, he's bro? So nice. like, <laughs> I don't even remember. I literally don't remember, but there was some sort of minimal conversation. Oh and then like we finish up and I'm like, that's fucking killer, Mike. I was just talking to Killer Mike while we were pissing. So then I get back to the table and I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure I just peed next to Killer Mike. And then props to Rocky for like tracking him down. I tracking was him like, down, saying he's hello. like, you guys are from Boston. Why aren't you going to Boston calling? And we're like, you don't got it like that. It's, it's expensive. Like, it's expensive as no, it's like, I got you.
0: I bought yeah. tickets because I... Wanted to. Actually no, wait, wait, wait. No. I bought tickets in um twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. So it was the carryover. Um yep. and then uh obviously like I was excited for the original lineup and I kept changing, kept changing, kept changing, kept changing. But the fact that like like run the jewels that day was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah that was they, great I, they were I
1: loved seeing them in the black um Black Pumas. Black Pumas, yeah, I almost said Ooh, the Black Panthers. They were the also
0: really good. They black were Pumas so were from, cool. I had never heard of them until that day and they blew my mind.
1: Mm. They're so they, cool. They
0: put on a very um, good show.
1: Another, I think our second best show um, that was the, we saw Funkadelic in mm. oh uh, Burlington for free, which was fucking crazy too. That's really George dope. Clinton was,
0: mm. I mean, he's, he's, still he's so it. fun. He's funky. He's still got it. He's oh, a wild, that was, wild That movie.
1: was so
0: fun. That sounds really dope. Um, that's we so love cool. music. Oh, I, <laughs> I imagine you're one yeah. of those. So you guys go to concerts in Boston a lot um mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: are there specific bands that you try to follow are there how could you say the number of bands that you've seen like no no but yeah. if
2: if there's a band that we like that's coming we're gonna we're gonna try to go we're
1: gonna go um the last show we went to was uh peach pit
2: True. Mm-hmm. peach pit there which go. was House of cool blues.
1: um my one. next show is rico nasty i got and Grey tickets For So when april 18th
2: there you go she's lying we're going to a show before then
1: oh what show
2: april 1st we're going to see prince daddy and the hyena oh uh, i keep forgetting about Fet. that there you go so oh, you guys said. are actively <laughs> going
0: to like the club shows and finding yeah, like the yeah. small like maybe the-
2: not as much as we used to but mm-hmm. um yeah we'll still go to we'll still go to shows a lot
0: and are these shows at say house of blues paradise all that stuff yeah you the know price it, is right the yeah.
2: sinclair <laughs> mm-hmm I love the Sinclair. Sinclair.
0: I I don't know if I've ever been. I was supposed With to Sinclair
2: in Cambridge. I mean, they used to have like a lot some great
0: shows. I was supposed there. to be at wunderbar last September. There oh yeah, and dude, I, and I didn't go. My <laughs> yeah, girlfriend. Hear this? Oh my god. My girlfriend just saw them in London. She was she was at the show in London in a small club there. That's but tell, awesome. me, tell me your tell me your story. Go ahead. Uh, so we
2: got into that show for free too
0: because <laughs> because <laughs> they're from the they're from they're, Boston they're from
2: the area. We don't know them, but our friends in the band ponds Pons is based out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They are they crazy. Like, seeing them live is awesome. It's three... P-O-N-S? Things. P-O-N-S, Pons. It's three awesome little dudes, mm-hmm. and it's it's two percussionists Ooh. in a three-man group.
1: And they're just so fun. Like, so,
2: two percussionists and... Guitarists and okay. vocalists, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: they all do a little bit vocals, but... Yeah,
2: they're they're just crazy. And it's they, mostly
1: for the sound, like, yeah. the, that heavy sound. But oh they
2: opened for Wunderbar both nights at the Sinclair. So they crashed at the dungeon because well, they're from Brooklyn. So yeah. they slept at our place. Wunderbar slept in your basement. No, no, no. Pond's <laughs> <stayed>, pond <laughs> I was like, what? That <laughs> would be cool too. I mean, well,
1: anytime. That'd if be they great. All come by. Pond
2: slept in your pond basement. Slept in I, they were like, come to the show. And we're like, yeah, yes. <laughs> they
1: they uh, set the fire alarm off a show. And also, I've been listening to Vunderbar since like 2016, 2015. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, I was like... No fucking way. You guys are opening for Bundabar. and This is the second time they open for Bar. Yeah, they're homies. They wow. also open for Sydney Gish. They're like, oh, oh
0: Sydney Gish is yeah. amazing. She, she opened they're for like, They're like neighbors I, out I, in Brooklyn, I'm, but I met Sydney Gish. She came to Br- uh, Brinstar. Oh, for, that's she, fucking what? crazy. She saw, saw Half Tab perform at the first no show. No way. Dude. And she was like, you guys are sick. And I was like, you're Sydney Gish. Was, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it
1: sucks for me that uh, my past, our past, haven't Cross out because I fucking love them. They are. Sydney Gish. She's just so cool. Like, Sydney
0: Gish is great. Yeah. Wunderbar is amazing. I've seen them f- uh, three times. Her, her Good is local guys. Yeah. yeah. They're so fun. I love, I love a, seeing them when they play Boston because they're so energetic. They always start or end their tour when they're here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's great to see them just be like, oh, hey, we're home. Yeah. We're right. going to go to bed now. <laughs> I
1: told them if you ever want, Um, actually, the lead singer is from Weymouth. So. I was like, I if you know ever want to play a homecoming show. Come come. <laughs> please, DM me.
0: please let me Sweet know man. if that happens because I will oh, be there. I, mean, I, I wore, will be letting out. should I should have ne- wore my Wundabar shirt. <laughs> yeah. But last time I saw them, I bought Gawk on vinyl because I was like, okay. I don't I couldn't find it yeah. anywhere. And nice. I was like, I need it. Love Gawk. Um, great,
1: great album.
0: So did either to like sh- shift gears a little bit and change topics, did either of you happen to go to college? And if not was there a music scene there? I don't care. Like it's not. No, we
2: did not go to college.
0: Respect, power to you. The music
2: scene we had in our college ages
0: was at my house. Yeah, I love it. But that's still like that's still dope that you had one though. At least I you, know. at least you like We're can. Very lucky. Yeah, like at least you can say that you had it it's because like a lot of people do. who it's incredible. You, who yeah. may have not gone to college and then just done other things like they couldn't say like, oh yeah, I'm a part of the music scene. Like you guys are in like involved in yeah. everything that's so much somehow better. some way somehow i don't know how it happened mm-hmm. yes i think it's amazing i think it's so much better it's so very cool yeah i i'm a fan of that so would you be <laughs> able to name some of the favorite bands that you've had play in the dungeon yeah please allow you me can go <laughs> yes do you uh, I'll what's go, the, I'll go what second. is this list because i want i know i want to we interview definitely some have them, different, and then i've had lists. interviewed a lot of them
2: i
1: yeah, think we might I have mean, different lists go ahead
2: bear cove Local legends. Their song Pinky Promise is an absolute staple anthem. Stable. An anthem of the local scene. Sharkbait Real Estate and Love Three Mandarines, of course. Love those guys. Alex Tolley's two bands. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the people in those bands are amazing. Elliot
1: is one of my favorite drummers. <laughs> yeah.
0: Elliot Eastman and is. Elliot he Eastman. Is- he was
1: he just he
0: starts mean mugging on the kit he like Amazing. his he makes such a great face but i remember the first time i saw him play <laughs> for Sharkbait because he's the drummer of Sharkbait, right he is now yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i because i i know i've seen him and uh totally play together in the past yeah. um but i don't remember if it was for Sharkbait or a different band that they had i don't remember but they've been they've been playing together for a while he's so
1: handsome and cool i
0: love i love it he's he's such a good drummer this drum sound on their debut
2: was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh we talked because
0: I interviewed them a few months like last year and the drum I talked about that with him. I was like, How the hell did you get that sound? Because it yeah. was immaculate. It, it sounds was, gorgeous. It sounded so good. I think they did the drums in Brainstorm. Uh, yeah, that's what they did.
1: My two favorites. Uh I don't know. It's hard to say my favorites, but like Elliot and Justin of Free Rock are fucking brilliant.
0: i I believe and see when
1: they played together Mm -hmm. with the free Mm Mandarines thing i i couldn't even like move i was just like this is fucking crazy
0: that was that outdoor
1: festival that you had that
2: wasn't even a festival no uh,
1: and they recorded that and it's on youtube um yeah if you 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 see my little camera angles but i was (laughs) i was freaking out i was like this is insane
2: yeah you just like good music Mm -hmm. you want to hear some good tunes Look like I think it's on Free Rock's YouTube channel. Yeah. There you go. um Free Mandarines, free Every, full, yeah, yeah. both members of Free Rock and Three Mandarines, like the the both bands in its entirety. Mm-hmm. There's like eight of them. Maybe they played oh, outside by the pool and they just dumb. jammed for like almost an hour. Oh, and it's so good.
0: I love jamming. I miss it so much. Cam, Cam and I, we would jam. Cam of Three, uh, mm-hmm. Three Mandarins, we would jam. For a very long time that's because that's how we met like just started out and it was just like sitting yeah. playing and, and we would play in the basement at brinstar because they lived there um for a little bit and it was just so much fun but having eight people together playing outside of a pool just grooving because he's such a good improvising, yes. like, improvisational yeah. guitar player Damn. and totally just an Elliot know how to groove and I honestly I haven't seen Free Rock but I know that they're they great jam. like they're really good so, and I've been meaning because I know that they've sorry. released like what three albums in a week I because yep. I see you guys posting about it because yep. oh, we um, swear by them <laughs> it's just it's hit <laughs> after the fucking hit I'm interviewing them next month huge so Free Rock is
2: so good. important like, they're
1: very, very interesting. If you're
2: listening as well. to local music, that's they need to get on your radar quick. Free yeah. Free Rock, Just Massachusetts. Free Rock, baby. Free Rock Safari. Free Rock. Yeah, that's but, our next show at the Dungeon. Their Dirty Disco album release. Yes, uh, they're doing a, a album release, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's technically disco
1: well, album. It was
2: one album release, and then they're like, surprise, we're dropping three albums this week. So <laughs> we'll see what else they play that night. Because they're one of
0: the few bands that actually have physical copies of their yeah. So yeah. They, they they like produce CDs and they're on it.
2: Jacob. The, who is the front man of Free Rock, and he is on it. He's an amazing
1: sound tech. Um, He, like I said earlier, he does our... um sound for our live sessions that we started doing at the dungeon which will hopefully be live on youtube soon but soon,
0: yeah. that sounds like this is so cool that you guys are recording everything you're putting it up online yeah. like i also do you put together spotify playlists as well yeah, we yeah. Of kind of been slacking
1: on
2: that but yeah but there's definitely still some like just local,
1: static yeah. playlists up there we have right? a big local legends playlist probably yeah yeah. we do we're
2: on spotify duds dungeons yeah if you want to get into the music that's probably a good way to do it yes
0: duds dungeon i remember when i first read the name i called it dudes and uh Party Mountain made fun of me. They <laughs> they, could, they, they tried to. It was the, they were, when they were in here. They were like, we tried to get as many. Out, they corrected me. I was like, Duds, and they were like, Oh, we tried to get more out of you. <laughs> that's funny. like, ah, okay, so, yeah. So Duds there go.
2: Junction. I, I know we started I've heard that. Duds Junction. Like, oh my before. God, that too. <laughs> Junction. I know we started that question a while ago of like bands that we have in love. I do want to list some more. I yeah, don't yeah, want to regret sorry, leaving any out. But yeah. Party Mountain, of course. Party Mountain. Like, if they, that's like the most genuine, like, pop punk shit mm-hmm. you'll ever hear. Like, yeah. you see those guys play, you're like, oh my god, this is so real. Yeah. <laughs> like that's this that's a bunch awesome. of brothers in Vardo, you're like, this is what pop punk is.
1: <laughs> I also absolutely love um, the Chimneys. Chimneys. Oh,
0: Chimneys. They are
1: one of my favorite fucking bands. And I haven't heard that huge. name in a while. They always, um, Taking you know, the they, they'll play my birthday party, and they they'll play the Chimneys, my, they'll yeah. play our Dungeon because our birthday is 10 days apart, so oh. Dungeon Fest is always around there. For our birthday, so we can just do it all. Yeah.
0: like right, um, in, right smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeon fast is like a big birthday. And party so, so, um, so that's awesome.
1: they they'll always do a Courtney Barnett cover for me, and I just I fucking appreciate that.
0: That's really cool. I and they're just
1: amazing. The ch- cute guys. <laughs>
0: the chimney <laughs> aren't, aren't there brothers in that band too? Yep. Yeah. And yep. Film Two and brothers. gender. Yep. Amazing. Film and gender. I've talked to film, film and gender. gender. I have. I've listened to some of their music as well, and they're very Devon's good. Devin. Chim-
1: Devin is awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean The chimneys. They they played battle uh, battle in the bands at Westfield. That makes sense. Yep. They're yep. From So out there, they're Agawam ye- yep. boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Man, I. And I just, that's how I. I know of I them. I
2: love
1: them. They're so cool.
0: So when it comes to lineups, how do you guys organize that or put them together? Um, <laughs> is it like sporadic? Yeah. Just I like, mean, I guess it's different ways. You just take piece of meat and throw at the wall Mm -hmm. pretty much
2: yeah (laughs) i mean honestly more often than not shows come up and it's maybe a little different now but definitely in the past it's just like okay we feel like having a show now Mm -hmm. who do we want to (laughs) hear we hit them up and if they're like yeah let's do it
0: so when it comes to putting together a show like that do you just because you're still in your parents basement do you just go hey (laughs) <laughs> how does how does this the <laughs> dynamic with my parents work? yeah or um, like do they like, so, like is there like a timing issue is there like you can't no. play past out this hour like oh. are there you know well. that's not
2: um so like yes it's not from my parents though it's from like the town the noise
1: the police
2: thing is 11 p.m we yeah. had no problems with like the police or anything a couple times they will show up at 11 and are just like we're just making sure it's off and that's it. So that's kind yeah. of the standing rule that we got is if music's off by 11, everything is chill. So that's worked for three and a half years. There you um, go. My parents, there's no issue. They love the music. That's and dope. if yeah. we're having a show, I'm just like, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to have a show this night. I'll be like, John, okay.
1: <laughs> every, I mean, every, Jody likes talking to everybody.
2: Yeah, Jody, my mom. She, she loves it. She absolutely loves it.
0: That's awesome that's really cool that you, you will parents. talk
1: to jody <laughs> if, <you come laughs> if i ever
0: it's just hello nice to meet you <laughs> and then you, will. you will interact no matter what no, no they, you will she loves everyone
2: <laughs> everyone I, they love her she's yeah. crazy and people love that so that's good another one of my favorite bands before
1: i forget um
2: did we mention film and gender yes yeah gender hi-fi Hi yeah, is, is great yeah. um emily you know
1: me and emily met when we were 13 at in the line for a pierce the veil concert so i just think that's really <laughs> funny yeah, and then you know we kind of didn't talk for a few years and then all of a sudden i'm like oh shit come play the dungeon she's like oh shit you you're in the dungeon i'm like yeah
2: <laughs> yeah they have one single out called nosebleed
1: it's so good
2: incredible song i listen to it all the time that's that's nosebleed by hi-fi nosebleed
0: mm-hmm. by hi-fi i love it so are there do you guys have any um soundproofing in the basement or is it just nope, nope. regular <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's just that he just let it just, just, just pour out and everything. Yep. That's awesome. Um, So touching upon like the DIY scene, do you guys want to see more spaces open up around you? Do you want to see the creation of other places? Yeah, of course.
1: I think Big that's time. so important because there's so many talented people that we like to platform and we don't do it for no reason. It's because we want these people to be heard. Because there's so many, I don't know, there's so many assholes with platforms. Like, let's get the good people some platforms. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. That's why it's important to respect venues, respect the people running them. Because when you are a fucking asshole, (laughs) it makes people not want to do shows and deal with you breaking shit and you being a dick. But luckily, we've really never found a way to never... I think they know. Like you will just get put the fuck out. Yeah, people Do, know.
0: you, you found you, a supportive group of people yeah. who will who will find some would be like if you're acting out. Like exactly, get. and well, I everyone think just respects you know. it naturally. People yeah. know. People come and they know. They yeah. know not to fuck with. Don't what's going fu- on.
1: don't fuck with the the, the dynamic here because so, it's working.
0: Yeah, so these are all things that you would say would make a successful DIY show. You need to have boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> yes, there you go. You boundaries are important.
1: I know no one wants to be mean, but sometimes. You have to be to keep the safe spaces open and running for the people who need them
2: need to keep people safe Mm -hmm. for sure
1: that's always top priority like no ifs ands or buts if someone is being or making someone uncomfortable Mm -hmm. they need to fucking go i don't care if they were nice to you kick them out (laughs) yeah
2: i mean you gotta identify the most like if you're opening your space to a bunch of people and like likely strangers i mean first you got to decide like who's coming? Like, is there an age limit or not? And eventually we realize like we want to be 21 plus that's the safest way to do it. Yeah. So we're that. But even if you are, whether you are, or you're not having an age limit. Like if you're running something like this, you need to recognize like who are the most vulnerable people coming to our space mm-hmm. and what is the best way to keep them safe and protect them. And it's yep. not catering to the loudest or the assholes or Definitely anything like no. that. It's, you just going to make sure to keep people safe. Yeah.
1: All that, all that does is leave room for problems. I've seen it happen so many times where, you know, people don't agree with my approach with certain things, but it's like, this is why the dungeon fucking works. So if you don't like it, you can, you can leave, you can dike it.
0: (laughs) So what would you say is the overall motivation and drive to put on the the shows in the dungeon? Is it just to see great live music that you want to see and give a nice, platform for all these local bands
1: seeing them i think getting people involved in what's going on um platforming good people is always a good motivation Mm -hmm. and honestly just having a safe place for people to be i think is so important because there's not many safe places for certain groups of people and we want that to be we want people that don't feel safe in certain places to be safe here
2: yeah. And that's like the first thing people say to us. It's yeah. like their first time there. They're like, Wow, I feel really safe at this show. Like <laughs> I feel like cozy. I feel like I can relax. Like people come and they feel at home.
0: That's awesome. That's really great to you. Sit on the couch, spark up. <laughs> just get comfortable. Yeah. Get cozy. <laughs> that's listen, awesome. to some music. listen to
1: some good music. That's yeah. amazing.
0: So Support who good people? Who would you say is the biggest band to play in the dungeon?
2: Like the most popular? Uh, uh
0: either or I'm just good. like most popular, somebody with the most recognition, like I heard you say Ponds because they're from Brooklyn. So
1: Ponds is maybe cool. maybe Ponds. Um, yeah, ponds I don't know. I, mean, I ponds
0: guess. Tours. Like they they be touring the country. Yeah,
1: they do be torn. So well. maybe
0: Ponds. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like, say maybe Ponds. So I mean, okay, Ponds because yeah. they're a, they're a touring yeah, band. Touring. So I got yeah, that works out. Um, so I just want to ask like one like a couple of random questions about like your upbringing in the regards of like schooling. Did you guys have like a, like a lot of? Because uh, I know you didn't play instruments. Uh, growing up really, but did I played
1: you play the trumpet in the sixth grade? Did
0: you, but was that uh did you not like it? Was it, did you I try was really,
1: and, f- really fucking bad at it? So. so you
0: tried to veer off and find your own thing? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I've just always knew I was, I've always been in the arts from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I just naturally, I get along with artists and musicians a lot better. And I think it just came down to like, I mean, when you're sitting in the basement and there's all these instruments and then there's musicians hanging out with you they just gravitate over there and start playing yeah like show or not they will play around with the instruments and you can just chill which is always nice
2: yeah just Um, hanging out in music just i have no i mean i can
1: read music pretty well and um i'm good with like lyricism but i'm not i'm not a musician
0: so would you guys say that like would would you have wished that you had more access to like musical classes or m- musical like outputs in school growing up? Cause I know I've talked to people in the past who have said like they've had music classes where kids will literally study like music videos from Alice in Chains or yeah. Nirvana music nice. and yeah. random like general, like popular music. And then mm-hmm. I've heard other people who say like, Oh, I've only studied jazz or classical. Mm-hmm. So did you have those options? No, not really. I, mean- I-
1: Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Sorry. No, I mean, at Weymouth High, we were a big school. We were, we had the privilege to have like a lot of different electives that you could take. Yeah. I think music was probably pretty lacking. Like, I took guitar one. I I couldn't, like, I can't play guitar. Yeah. I couldn't do it. But Mm -hmm. so, like, for me, like, I wasn't like yearning for like a better music thing. It wasn't just, it wasn't really on my mind. But in general, like, yeah, that, that should be offered. Like, there's a lot of talented people that should be able to hone those skills earlier on. And I think, um, public school or whatever should be able to facilitate that a little better than just, like, um, band class. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think, I mean, I think school funding in general is just horrible. Yeah. And especially <laughs> but, for the I, arts. I agree. So I think it just comes with it. Like, they just don't get the funding they, that they need. My, I mean, I was in uh, chorus for probably, like, yeah four years. And um, we did some, I mean... <sighs> It was as contemporary as it could be for fucking 2013, but it was. I mean, it was chill. We did classical and we did some, you know, fucking Green Day and shit. So
0: that's so cool.
1: But I don't know. It wasn't necessarily my on my brain. I was more into the art classes. I did a lot of sculpture work. I did a lot of drawing, Mm
0: -hmm. painting. No, that's, that's great. Like at least you had some, uh, outlet. Art, yeah. Like some artistic Everybody outlet. Needs an artistic yeah, outlet. exactly. Yeah. Whether it be music, arts, acting, singing,
1: writing, that, whatever. doesn't mm-hmm. matter.
0: So, um, to kind of like wrap things up here, I guess, do you guys, are there any big plans for festivals or shows in the future? I know you mentioned the album release show for free rock, the yeah. di- uh, dirty disco, but otherwise like, what do you, what do you guys got going on?
2: We're going to keep chugging along with shows at a pretty consistent rate. Dungeon Fest will happen, I'm sure, in October. That'll be an all day festival with bands, all day and night, and art vendors and food. And I think we want
1: to do like uh, more art, uh, more vendor based things. Like
0: add more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Maybe some art shows. We want to
1: do some art shows. Some like you know, because we know so many talented artists and people who make really cool shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, come come make some money. Um, More -hmm. of that. Uh, we like we love getting food vendors in. That's always really fun.
2: Shout out Matt Chadwick. Yep, love, <laughs>
1: love, love. Um, and live sessions.
2: Live sessions are a big one. Um, we've spent last year um, cataloging maybe. 14 different bands wow. doing
0: live sessions that's in awesome. the dungeon. That's so cool. I, yeah. l- I love when people do that. I love cataloging. We have an amazing videographer
1: so Richard Johnson. Richard
0: Johnson films his stuff. He is
1: just He's fucking brilliant. That's, that's awesome.
2: And then Jacob Keplinger of Free Rock is, is doing all the mixing and mastering of the
0: stuff. Shout we out Free
1: Rock once more. Just shout <laughs>
0: out. Like, go listen to Free <laughs> They're Rock. They're so good. I was going to mention anything you guys would like to plug since <laughs> 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 I mean, Shut up, plug Free Rock.
2: Subscribe to our YouTube channel Duds Dungeon. There's nothing on there yet. Yeah. But like it is we're we're backlogging all the live sessions so we can release them consistently.
0: Mm-hmm. If you if want... You want yeah, I was going to say, if you want to keep up with these updates, follow the Instagram page. Yeah, Duds yeah.
1: Dungeon on Instagram.
0: D- it's D-U-D-S Dungeon. Yeah. Yep. And Correct. if you don't know how to spell dungeon, look it up. Yeah. But I needed to you'll, press, you'll, uh, you'll, preface it's Duds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah <that's laughs>
2: if you If you follow that, you'll and you pay attention, you'll see everything you need to see. But yep. live yep. sessions, we're definitely very, very excited about. I'm so excited
1: for that because... It's just going to be nice because that way you can feel like you're in the dungeon without being there.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah, that's, I think that was the main idea of it is like,
1: it's like tiny desk. We do the dungeon dungeon, because we love
2: the music when we want to get these bands out to people. Yeah. And then we thought, all right, it's time. We've done this for years. It's time to take it out of the dungeon. It's time to platform these bands in a more accessible way to (laughs) people outside of our area. Mm So, the first one we have done, it is completely done, is the Three Mandarines live
0: session. So yeah, Three Mandarines. They did that right before Campbell moved.
1: Yeah, and that's a big one. It's oh. like a 45 I mean, minute
0: Yeah, yeah that they, they that one's, that play. a pretty long one. They're, they're intense. They're Most of band. them are
1: just going to be like 15 minutes, three songs. Three song and those are going to be on Spotify and on YouTube. Um, but Three Mandarines, since they were, you know, Campbell was moving to Colorado and all that, we're like, okay. 45 minutes please and yeah. thank
0: you yeah like you guys get a full
1: yeah
2: yeah they so that was cool we threw their um like f- finale show before campbell moved it was like yeah. their last show of of this era of, of three, this you know, yeah things. this time
0: period and that yeah. was
2: probably that was one of the best and like most fulfilling shows you've ever had the That's place awesome. was i mean we've had packed shows before but
0: that place was packed
2: it was packed and everyone was in like such a good mood like a dancing mood like of course like you will find me at the very front yeah. dancing my ass off <laughs> that is why i do this i want yeah to, like it's like i'm going out to a show like i'm seeing my favorite bands i want to be at the front i want to dance that's what i'm doing in my basement like i'm doing this because i want to hear this that's so awesome. you'll find me there yeah i turn around and like the whole dungeon behind me is just people dancing and just appreciating what three Mandarines. Uh, gave us. Yeah, right?
1: I, I, I love the fact that it's the dungeon is a lot of like actual music lovers, not so much people just trying to get drunk somewhere. Yeah, which I that's such a big um. There's a big difference. difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that that is one of the main things that really sets the vibe. Is like you don't have just people really being belligerently drunk assholes. It's yeah. mostly just people talking about music, talking about art projects, mm-hmm. listening to music. And yeah we drunk, get Yeah, we worry. get
0: drunk yeah but it's but more bored of like <laughs> it's focused on the tune it's about yeah. the music it's, it's not, about it's not, not about like people party.
1: getting drunk and then going to the next party it's like trust, everyone wants to be there
0: trust it's a party
1: yeah oh it's, it's not a about party. the
0: party <laughs> yeah, yeah people aren't pre-gaming to it's great. then it's, leave
2: it's about the music everyone comes like People know, even if they don't know the band on the lineup, like they can trust that if they're going to a dungeon show, they're going to see a good band. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's always just about it's the
1: handpicked. Music. It's not yeah. like, oh, we want to play a show there and then we're like, all right. It's like we're like, OK, send us some stuff and we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll give the approval <laughs> yeah. if, if I will allow you like, to be playing. In yeah, my, in we
1: want to be real. I mean, like. I'm not going to hype you up if I don't think you're quite there yet. No offense to anybody.
2: True. Yet. Like, if you see us hyping up a band, it's because like, they're good. It's because there's a reason for it. We swear by them. Like, yeah. we're not just like, like oh, if I'm nice. posting about a band <laughs> or like I'm putting stuff on my story, like mm-hmm. I am earnestly like, this music is great to me. Like, this yeah. is on par with any other contemporary big band and you should listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's worth your
0: time. Yeah. No, that, that all sounds amazing. I love the fact that you guys are doing this, John and Rocky thank the two i thank you so much for the two of you you showing up and being a part of this i'm very i'm so happy that i finally met you guys as well because like i feel like this has been a long time coming. where i've been like i need to talk to
1: these you're a little catalyst (laughs) yeah look at you (laughs) like
0: i'm just i'm behind the scenes nobody knows who i am but apparently i'm (laughs) you're making moves you're a big part of it you're a big part of it i I appreciate that so thank you guys so much and i'm excited to see the future of what The dungeon holds. Yeah, do
1: Thanks
2: so much, John. I appreciate it.
1: We appreciate all this. It's
2: been a great time. Thank you.